0: Your practices. You put the hands in the middle. Yep. Three, two, one, McFarlane. Alright? Can you do that for me?
1: <laughs> you know I got you. All
0: right. Are All right. you ready? Alright,
1: McFarlane on three. One, two, three. Come on, man, McFarlane.
2: <laughs> Listen, Bradfo, I know I know you have to consider the opponent, but pretty good weekend here for the Red Sox
0: yeah it's good to get things back on track in terms of perception. Yesterday wasn't a good day, but yesterday was a bizarre day and, yeah uh, how dare how dare the angels how dare the angels sit Mike trout on Patriot's Day? I think Wiggy was inspired by this uh, so, so uh, yeah it's it's um, you look at where they were coming out of Tampa, completely different vibe back to, to actually feeling like, okay, some of this might be able to work. And as I said yesterday, you're figuring things out, and it's never easy to figure things out on the fly when you play against really good teams like the Rays. Fortunately, they played a not-so-good team in the Angels.
2: Bradfoe, when you look at the pitchers right now uh, and you go through them, who's your favorite, who do you think has the most potential, and who's the biggest disappointment? Sale? <laughs> Ooh, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, Sale right now has to be the most, the biggest disappointment. I, mean, I don't even like, factor in Bayo yesterday because it was one start. We'll see what happens. Uh, Sale's the most, the biggest disappointment so far because I thought he out of spring training he would be really really good. Um, and but my, my the guy that that I think ha- probably has the best chance of being the guy the guy at the top of the rotation, the ace, the the guy who Sam Kennedy's going to come on and tell you guys in the middle of the year. Like I know I said Chris Sales the ace. But Garrett Whitlock is yeah. the yep. I, I actually think that that guy, um, from what I saw the other day and, and just knowing what I know about him, probably has the most potential to be that guy.
1: Bradford, when you look at where the Red Sox, where the Red Sox are in the East, did they dig themselves too deep of a hole to win the division? Or are they now just maybe on the wild card chase, or is it too early in the season to determine that?
0: No, man. It's, it's too early in the season. And, and the biggest thing is what they are. I mean, they, listen, we can look at the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros are under 500, yet I think they're the, the second best odds to win the World Series. I mean, there's this perception, you have the perception of you might get off to a bad start, but you're still going to be talented enough to get, dig yourself out from it. There's plenty of time, even with Tampa. I mean, Tampa, we saw I lose a couple games, all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. Hey, you're not nine games back, you're seven games back, or whatever it is. There's still plenty of time. Even when the Red Sox started 17-2 and in 2018, things got a little dicey at times. I mean, not not really toward the end, but in the middle of the season, they did. So, yeah, I mean, there's still time. But the bigger thing, Wiggy, is that you have to prove that you're a good team. Mm-hmm. Th- that's what it comes down to. I-, I don't think you look so much at the standings or the record as long as it's not disastrous, but you just have to go out and prove that you're a good team, that you can hang with the likes of Toronto, New York, and Tampa.
2: We were talking about this yesterday. I thought Angel's team... Have two of the best players in the game and, and still stink. That's baseball. It's baseball. Man. It's true. I, I hate to agree with Wiggy, but you don't run
0: isolations for outfielders. You know, you don't. And and you just, this is, this is why everyone's screaming and yelling about signing Otani to $600 million contract. Sure, yeah, for business? Super. Absolutely. Great. You know, great deal for New Balance, great deal for whatever team gets them business-wise. But unless you have the other players around you, then why bother? Like, that's what we're learning from the Angels. This is just how baseball is. Anytime one of these teams signs one of these big deals, you better make sure you have a good farm system of all these guys on minimum contracts coming up to supplement your roster. That's a reality. And right now, for the Red Sox, you don't have that. You want to allocate 30% of your payroll to one guy as good as he is when you don't have the other pieces?
2: That's not how this works. So do you think Otani finishes the season there?
0: I don't think he should. No, I don't think he should. I mean, if the Angels Angels have made plenty of bad decisions and – they might make another bad decision if they're out of it and they say, oh, we're going to hang on to him because we believe that we're going to sign him and we want to pay off the fan base. But at the same time, you've already shown what you are with Otani Los Angeles Angels. And so if you want really are serious about establishing yourself as a legitimate roster in a good division, then you probably trade him for the biggest haul of all time. And 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 I know that people don't want to hear that, and, and if there are fans in, the, with, in Los Angeles who aren't Dodgers are fans, but if they don't, if they don't want to hear that, but at this point, with that team that you guys saw rolled out this weekend, like you have to trade him, don't
2: you? Do you think Otani being on a team that bad it hurts him?
0: I mean, I don't think it hurts his value. His value is established because he, he's been on bad teams for a few years now, and, and also here's the thing you can make the case for Otani that he's shown how valuable he is more than ever because he's on this team, even with trout, he's on this team that is losing and yet they still have people come out. They still have, did you guys see the bus outside Fenway park? The people waiting for Otani, I mean, that's what we're talking about, guys. that's what we're talking about. Whether it's in Los Angeles, whether it's in Boston, whatever it is, this is why this guy is gonna be a six hundred million dollar player, because of that. Mike Trout isn't getting that. And he's a really he's one of the best players on the planet. Otani's just different in so many ways.
1: Well, the Angels owner did say if the team isn't competitive, uh, Bradfoe, that they would be willing to trade Otani. Is there any chance or Based on what you see with the Red Sox, forget about the money because you know that the Red Sox, you know, they have the money. Do they, Would they be able to put something together and make a legitimate run uh, for Shohei if the Angels weren't doing well and he was definitely, the owners, willing to move him?
0: You never say never. Mm-hmm. In the words of Jim Carrey, so you're saying there's a chance. No, I mean, there's no chance. I think there's zero chance where the Red Sox are sitting in terms of how they're building things and where they're sitting in terms of their organization, they might say, hey, yeah, you know, we were in the Otani chase and, and we, we called the Angels on Otani. Well, here's the problem. You don't, number one, you need the players that you would have to trade for Otani, the Marcelo Myers, et cetera. You need those players coming up. And you don't have the other players, the, the, the guys on the roster. Alex Verdugo is not going to get the deal done for the Angels. I'm sorry. So, it's you just don't have enough to give the Angels compared to these other teams, which are just rolling out these prospects, rolling out these players, and have the pieces. So, yeah, I know that everybody either A, wants to trade for Otani for the Red Sox, or B, actually thinks they can sign them. Well, I'm sorry, but neither one of those things are
2: going to happen. <laughs> We were all reminded of the magic of the 2013 team this weekend and, and Sunday over there at Fenway. You're around this team all the time, Brad Foe, every day. Is there any chance this team has any of that, uh, the way that, the way that season ended up going? The biggest
0: difference is that in that team, you had a lot of these guys like the Justin Turner type guys, but you also had David Ortiz, Dustin Pedroia, Jacoby Ellsbury, John Lester, et cetera. You had the foundation. You had the guys who already you knew what they were. You had the quote-unquote star players. And I don't think that other than Devers, you don't really have that. So I know that everyone's tying themselves in the knots thinking, hey, maybe this can happen again. I, I, I that's a big ask. It's a, unless some guys step up and become next level players from what they have been. It you can't. I just think you just can't compare the two. And and it was great, man. Like and first of all, you guys had a, a great thing going on this weekend. I, Zach Brown, he does have a baseballs and boring T-shirt. <laughs> yes, he, that I can I can get. I, I walked up, I gave one to him, and he <laughs>
2: said thank you and passed it on to someone else. Um, so, uh, but. Bad phone. So, yeah. I got to tell you something. Yeah. No disrespect when it comes to the Lord Hobo hat. Uh, but that hat that Zach Brown was wearing at Fenway, that oh. is a legit, that's like a 20 gallon, not a 10 gallon, that <laughs> was like a 50 gallon hat that Zach Brown
0: what, was well, wearing. Well, what let's what, just to say this is that when I spotted somebody with that hat, I said that person needs a T-shirt. <laughs> Unfortunately, that person didn't feel like they needed a T-shirt as much as I thought they needed a T-shirt. <laughs> well, but um, I mean, was it? Did he reject it? No, no, he was very nice. He was. Okay. You know how it is. So I did this with Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker ended up posing with the baseballs and boring T-shirt. But <laughs> these guys at that level are so protective of their. Br- you know how this is, Greg. Come on, you're <laughs> very see. protective so of your brand. You
2: mm-hmm. gave him the shirt, and then you wanted the photo with the yes. shirt. Yes, well, of was course. A, that was a no go. I should have yeah. dropped your name. I, I mean, that, <laughs> no, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would have made much. That was made that made was the, that was that was the big miss. That it's was so interesting miss. to me how those guys are, um, because you think you know if you were Zach, I I think to myself if I'm Zach Brown, the 2013 guys, mm-hmm. w- w- uh, they all wanted to, and I thought it would be amazing if they came out all mm-hmm. on stage with Zach Brown the other night, right? Right at that at that event, Boston Strong. They were a huge part of right uh, the recovery of the city when it came to the marathon bombings. Zach Brown was like, "Eh, no thanks, not interested." Oh, which, really? Which you, which but, is a bummer. I, it, and it also, is. it's but like, then, but but then again, it's like he's thinking to himself, "I'm Zach Brown. I really don't want these 2013 guys." Everything really? Is, yes. Everything
0: is so protective, man. Like, and yeah. I think I would imagine that falls in line with what we're talking about. You know, like I've had, you know, like I said, Chris Tucker, Anthony Mackie, all these people take photos with the baseball, boring stuff. But he's super protective of it. He's like, you know, I got to run it through by PR people. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the
1: problem Stop. is. It's, baseball oh, is not boring. Like, what, right. like, like Kenny issue? Chesney will bring out, you know, Patriots players Stop at Gillette, and he's people. Kenny Chesney. That's Different. like, you, like now you're getting too big for your britches. Oh. I mean, come on. Like, so, yeah. just do it. It's like a cool thing, like you said, if you understand the Red Sox. So yeah. even with Bradford with the shirt, it's like, you know, no big deal. It's a podcast I have. Can you show me some love? Yeah, maybe not, it was a time thing. It's like, not like the shirt says it anything. It definitely was
0: not a time thing. There was a lot of standing <laughs> around. But, yeah.
1: But, what was but, his but, exact
2: but, response?
0: I got to uh, run it through I, my people. I got to run everything through my PR. I, I had, again, I had this sort of same reaction when I, I met up with Chris Tucker. Not name drop. But, I, but, but he had the, these people have the same sort of reaction. They're, I, I understand how protective they are. Um, but Tucker did it. And his was, uh, you could tell he kind of wanted to, but it was so ingrained in him along the lines of what you're talking about, Greg, is that... Everything has to be vetted. Everything has to be scripted. And in that 2013 celebration, holy mackerel, nothing should be scripted. Those guys, I mean, that was the ultimate unscripted crew, right? And plus the fact is that he looks like one of them. Like,
2: (laughs) let's go. The sneaker game, Wiggy, you love the sneaker game. It was on point on Sunday with some of those guys. Who had the marathon, the blue and yellow Oh, Victorino, those things. Did you yeah, we have blue, no, yeah,
1: blue and yellow uh, Jordan ones. Yeah, that um,
2: they were. Those things were chefs' kiss.
1: You know what? I, you should have said to uh, uh, Zach Brown. It should have been like, f- "Come on, man! Chris Tucker did it. The guy only made <laughs> hundreds of millions on a Rush Hour. You think he could do this for well, me?
0: I, I'm scrolling through my phone. I'm literally scrolling through my phone. I'm like, okay, I got to find proof of guys doing this. And unfortunately, like, the most recent one was, like, Michael Waka. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to get the job done for Zach Brown. So, uh, But, listen, it, it was – sincerely, it, I understand it. it. It was a good event. It was good for you guys. It was awesome. And, by the way, Courtney, like they were saying yesterday, holy mackerel, Jordan flu game. No, mm. no question oh, yeah. about it. I oh, mean, no. you were in the zone yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. It was,
2: it was great. All right, Brad, Fo, we will talk to you again <laughs> next week. All right, all right, all right, good to
0: see you guys. All right,
2: there's Rob Bradford. Baseball isn't boring is the podcast. Red Sox insider here at WEI. And here's Courtney with what is trending right now. The Rich Keith Show.